0: I will take you to a place where my friends foregather. There you will find stories of such blood-curdling terror that will make your toes curl and your hair reach up towards the sky.
1: My name is Pete Barham, and you're listening to Freaky Trigger and the Lollards of Pop, on Resonance 104.4 FM in London, and via the dark underworld of the internet, no doubt. Thanks to Rockfort, coming from the safety of France. Unfortunately, dear listener, you find us this week in a much more precarious position, coming from an old rural inn, deep in the heart of Transylvania. Even the theme tune has gone maudlin' on us in this dark and stormy night. Joining me around the firelight are four mysterious travellers. We have here... To my right The terrifying sheafing Alex Campbell Hello The diabolic Ewing Twins as well We have Ewing Minor Al Ewing Who strikes fear into all who look at him Hello And Tom Ewing Who looks fearful to anyone who strikes him Ah. And we also have Cthulhu Smiles Steve Hewitt producing Hello Serious about the scary Scary about the serious the internet's only guaranteed criminally insane collective drop mad science, so that a horror from before time can pick it up. So, uh, how is everyone tonight? Why are you in Transylvania, Al?
2: Well, uh, I was brought in uh, on the invitation of a Doctor Acula.
3: <laughs> Doctor uh, Tom, you're. Uh... Uh, I've I've come to meet a, a, an internet pal
1: of mine, uh, a Mr. D. Alucard. Really? Okay, and and Alex.
4: I'm visiting the notorious vampire Dracula.
1: Ah, that would explain a lot. Um, Alex, you, you've been doing a little bit of research about um, vampires and so on. Yes, um, indeed I have. How, could you, uh, how, would, how would you um, want to throw this at us?
4: Um, in the form of a game. I think that's usually um, the way, isn't it? Sort of based on top trumps. <laughs> There's a, a way um, to do it. Uh, in order to work out what the scariest monster is. Which is obviously quite important. I'm going to hand you each a, a scary monster. Okay. Here you go. What
1: have you given me here? I don't know. All right. Okay.
4: And you can have them too. Thank you. <sighs> and um, basically, can yeah. you tell us what you've got. Should
1: I've you... got I've got the black smoke monster in Lost. Okay. Um, and uh, Tom, yours is uh, Pennywise from It. Okay.
2: Uh, mine are the Weeping Angels from the Doctor Who episode, Blink. Steve?
5: Uh, and I've got Sadako in Ring. Okay.
1: A film I've not seen. It's very scary. So I hear. The the, the, the Korean version is actually the scariest of the four. Of course.
4: But There's a Korean version?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. called uh, Ringer.
4: Ringer. Yeah, oh, they, yeah, they all
1: have very similar names. Because the, the Japanese version is called Ringu. <laughs> Right, so we've told you who we are Now you're going to tell us that I'm the scariest, right?
4: No, 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 I want you to fight it out amongst yourselves, actually Uh, You should have their strengths and weaknesses on the bits of paper And um, just try and work out whether you've got the scariest one. So Pete, what's one of your strengths? Uh,
1: I, I can read mind and show opponents my past in a creepy way
4: Okay, do you think that beats, anyone got anything that beats that?
2: No, I think I think you've bigged up the scariness of the Weeping Angel slightly, because you've written here, <laughs> ability to send people back in time so they become their grandparents. And actually, becoming your own grandparent, that's, it's like they've destined you to commit hypertime time incest. <laughs> is, is not yes, your own, own grandfather, which, which they don't do. Well, they,
4: they don't do that. Okay. They,
2: don't, they don't give you... A strange destiny of incense. They just send you back in time.
4: Yeah, but you could potentially then become your own grandparent by accident.
2: You could say that about all time travel.
4: <laughs> yes, you could. Not that we do it. <laughs> yeah, it like Pennywise, Tom.
3: Pennywise Smith is well scary. He has like not only is he a scary clown he's also a big spider i'd like to point
4: out that i've not seen it so i've read whether these are true things about pennywise
1: i can't help but thinking alex that that with so far two of these things you 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 claim no knowledge of whatsoever Yep. uh have you been doing any research via um the internet no okay just checking (laughs) just checking um uh steve uh sudoku Cassidiki, of course, is a puzzle. Yes,
5: I, I mean, a it's, scary puzzle. I, I think it's quite possible that I win here, given that I have ability to climb out of tellies and give you spo- smallpox virus to make you die.
4: Yep, terrifying. That's. Well,
1: but I'm assuming that all of these things could make you die.
4: Yeah, but which is scariest?
1: A, a, a clown with the head of a spider. Perhaps. Is scary. Perhaps we should look at their weaknesses as well, though, because mine, mine certainly can't go through sonic fences, which makes me feel really <laughs> impotent. And mine, mine goes away if you break the supernatural curse. And that sounds really. That's relatively
5: easy. So
4: that's quite. Yeah, that's not difficult. They manage it in the film, don't they? So.
1: Mm, not really, because it's sequels.
4: Yeah, but there's a. There's, there's even a sequel
1: to the uh, Korean version, which is called Ringa 2. Can
4: you can see what they've done there.
1: Yeah, you can, can't you?
4: So, do we have a. A winner? Well, a you're, I think you're the judge, aren't you? I don't right, know. What, what's, what has Tom got yeah, with his the, weaknesses
3: the there? The weakness of Pennywise from It is pesky kids. <laughs> pesky the, kids. Having read the book, um, the actual weakness of Pennywise from It, the mad spider clown, who is old and has mysterious powers, um, is that in order to defeat him, loads and loads of underage kids have sex with one another in a big orgy.
4: Really? Right. Well, that happens that, all the time. I don't know.
1: That kind of sounds like a strength. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't make that happen, does it? It's, it's just one of those things. Okay. I don't yeah. know. I, I, yeah. I, well, I, I'm going with a clown, the clown, the spider clown, then.
2: No, it's not much of a weakness. Um, the <laughs> miners, they're petrified if they look at each other, which is, uh, I think, possibly the biggest weakness of all, in that they can't do any planning or <laughs> yeah, anything, chatting. or, or, or well, even talk to each other. They can so do that's, what the, uh, that's what the internet's for, surely? We?
5: Yeah. Well, they hold their Hello, hands the over so their
2: they're, they're like a, a, a monstrous flash mob. That uh, come <laughs> on the internet
1: and then oh dear lord. lord, that's very much other. Okay, that that does uh, make them more scary. So what what have we discovered there? I mean, I'm not sure. the you, weeping uh,
2: angels are rubbish, I think. Yeah. But
1: the, but actually though, in, in in the in the TV foot program, they're probably one of the scarier things we've mentioned here. I don't find the black smoke monster in Lost very scary. It's a puff of smoke, and
4: yeah, but you don't know that for sure. It might be something else.
1: It is almost entirely unexplained,
5: though. Which <laughs> yeah, I but it's is- in Lost. Well, this is true, but it just kind of pops up and then goes away again. Oh, look, there's a polar bear. Ah, things. Yeah. Which is, is, this is the general problem with Lost. The polar there's bear
4: no aspect.
1: There's no problem with Lost. Lost is great. <laughs> OK, so, so uh, uh, you, you, you got any more of these?
4: I've got loads of them. Because, because of course, um, here.
1: This is the, you're, you're trying to create a set of top trumps yourself here. And this is effectively a, a yes, top trumps layer. Yes,
4: I don't think I've thought it through. Well,
1: through there's no numbers, okay. and, of course, the key point of top trumps is that you that there are numerical Strengths and weaknesses. Quick, yes, quick well, I was do-
4: hoping that you would kind
1: of numberify it.
4: Another yeah, win do, for me. Do the work for me. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, we'll, we'll be the judge
5: of that.
4: Okay. am right, you uh,
3: sorry. Godzilla. Strengths. Giant lizard monster. Weaknesses. Question mark. Question yeah, I've mark. Not question mark. I haven't seen Godzilla. <laughs> He has no weaknesses. I'm oh, okay. His weakness Brilliant. is
2: being beaten up by other monsters like him. So you need you need another monster, who's presumably just as destructive, <laughs> like Mothra. Yeah, like Mothra, Obviously, or um, yes. that robot who can grow to giant size. Well,
1: the the, the beauty of Mothra, if I am yeah, rightly, is that uh, not only is he a giant alien moth, but he'll also eat your your summer wardrobe if you leave him in the uh, cupboard yeah. over over the winter. So that's
5: that's Which, not
4: good. for some, it's quite terrifying.
1: Uh, Steve, you've got. I've got Dracula,
5: mm, 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 mm. Well, and, and and as we know, with with real, actual, proper horror top trumps, which I think will be, I understand. yes, well, <laughs> well, we, we might as well it's, talk it's about main, now. We, right might there, as, yeah. we might as well talk about now. But isn't it the case that Dracula wins on all categories on real actual? No, it's not true. No,
3: no. A mysterious stranger is <laughs> coming to the room and is shaking his head vigorously. Um, <laughs> Hello, Magnus. <laughs> Magnus. No, I, I, as I recall, in 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 awesome. horror trumps, um, Dracula has got a hundred out of a hundred on one of the ratings, which I think may be a fear factor, fear factor yeah. um, or horror rating. But then it's actually quite feeble on the other one since. Uh-huh. His list of witnesses is fairly extensive.
5: Yes, I, I, I could give you some of those now. They include Crosses, Daylight, Garlic... Can only cross running water at high and low tides, and can only enter <laughs> yeah. where he is Whereas invited.
3: Godzilla clearly can cross running water because he lives in it. Can <laughs> enter where he's not invited. You're not
5: confusing Godzilla with he the the, the Hanna Barbera cartoon Godzilla.
1: That's still uh, uh, Godzilla. That's
5: still Godzilla. It's I any other, I don't think Point any other. Bottom. I don't think any other Godzilla
1: generally lives directly underwater. No, no, he does. He comes from. He's up from the depths, thirty stories high. That's that's. I know that's the cartoon thing. Sort of a he amphibious. always comes from the water. He always comes from the water. He, that's Godzilla that's mm. his thing I mean obviously if you had Godzuki things might be a bit different Dracula early.
2: doesn't have Draxuki so Godzilla's <laughs> sure, better don't,
5: don't give Hanna-Barbera
1: um, ideas there was there was I believe a cartoon the called Drac-Pak. The Drak Pack that's right where there was a young Dracula Frankie who was a young Frankenstein Wolfie who was on so who from Citizen players. Smith yes. uh, uh, actually Steve while we're here do you, do you want to make any apologies for last week's show about the terrible errors you made regarding Citizen Smith
5: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the correction and apologies column for last week's show. Firstly, uh, the winner of Superstars was Brian Jacks and not Terry Jacks.
1: Terry Jacks of we have joy, we have fun, we have seasons in the sun. <laughs> Squat Thrust in the sun. <laughs> yeah. what?
5: Secondly, the actor Peter Vaughan played Wolfie from Citizen Smith's uh, girlfriend's father and not his own father, as What's I may have insinuated last week. There are also several um, problems regarding um, the discussion of Blackpool. If you'd like to find out further about this, please bring, visit free, freakytrigger.co.uk where one of our contributors will be correcting this over the next few days. Thank right, yes,
1: yeah, so that's enough for last week's show. This week's show, properly researched, I have Daleks on my list and their strengths are defray and suction thingy. I don't think the suction thingy has ever been seen as a strength. Really. They did kill someone on the... Been uh, misinformed. i think I think one of the Dalek strengths, of course, is complete relentlessness in destruction. You know, they don't really have... There's no, no, no Dalek art. No. no, no. art is no. death. No, they no, don't
4: empathise
1: very well with humans either, do
4: they? If it? they
1: had realised that art is, art is death, then maybe they would have done a version of exterminating art, but they, they hadn't, so... And I think we all know what the um, Daleks is... Dalekses? <laughs> Dalai. Excuse me. Dalekai. <laughs> it's main weakness is. Um, yeah, could, obviously, they have... You know, you know that one with the sort of whole big Dalek religion? Do you think the, the head of that was a Dalek... dialect, like No. Oh, anyway, dear. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, actual, actual horror Top Trumps, um, the weakest was <laughs> well known as... Was it The Hangman? Uh, the Jailer. The Jailer, yes. In no way scary whatsoever.
4: What's that? That, that, that's
1: rubbish. It was, it, was a Jailer. Well, it's presumably why all the other monsters kept breaking out. Yes. <laughs> the key point about Top Trumps is because you always
3: need something really rubbish. Yes, you always need so. So, so you're going along quite nicely until... You end up with the Jailer, mm. and... You're lost. Yes, your opponent has Death.
1: <laughs> oh,
3: it was, is it Death? Death Death is the one with who is well, he's not quite unbeatable, but he's quite hard to beat.
1: Well, certainly in the uh, the Freaky Trigger list of the most frightening things ever uh, done in 2004, which you, you can also find on freakytrigger.co.uk, uh, Death only comes in at 19, and there are another 18 things which are more frightening than Death. Uh, we may touch on some of them later. But I mean, Alex, in in your uh, preparation, and let's be fair, you're quite rubbish preparation yeah, for this yeah. show. Um, did you discover anything about monsters and and fearful, horrific beasts in general?
4: Um, it's often quite hard to list their strengths and weaknesses <laughs> uh, because of I don't know. Often the strength, often the weaknesses are quite sort of daft things like
2: wanting to get a particular song.
6: Yeah.
1: Um, Who's this? Who's this coming along? Is it some kind of mummy?
6: I'm a mummy. I scare people. Watch what happens when I walk up to somebody. I'm a mummy. I was born 1959 years ago. My daddy was a mummy too. Watch what happens when I walk up to somebody i a mommy. Ah! I don't try to scare people. I really came back to life to buy a copy of Cookie Cookie. Lend me your comb. But people run from me. Watch what happens when I walk up to somebody. <laughs> I'm a mommy. Ah! somebody somewhere who wasn't afraid of me. Oh, well. Watch what happens when I walk up to somebody. I'm a mummy. That's cool. I'm a mummy. You mean you're a mother. No, I'm a mummy. I'm a beatnik. People are afraid of me. Yeah, I'm hip. I was born 1,959 years ago.
5: Oh, yeah? Like, that's a long gig.
6: Where can I buy a copy of Cookie Cookie lend me your cone. Ooh man I don't dig that jazz You know Brubeck sharing modern
5: jazz quartet
6: I'm a mummy
5: Man you gotta walk through
6: Aren't you afraid of me Aren't you gonna scream
1: Oh yeah Like help See that's that's fear That's proper fear there um, That's I'm a Mummy by um,
4: Bob McFadden and Dore
1: And um What's mentioned in there is uh, what I didn't realise until you gave me a copy of that was that the song that's inv- that's mentioned in there hmm. uh, Kooky Kooky Give Me Your Comb Lend Me Your Comb Lend Me comb, Your right, Comb I think, yeah. uh, is actually a real song
4: Yeah by uh, Connie Stevens and someone else
1: and and oh goodness yeah. me here <laughs> it is now what This <laughs> This <laughs> nice. is actually in a lot of ways
4: scarier Yeah this song makes me Kooky. Sick. Kooky. Well now uh,
6: cookie,
1: I mean, I, cookie. I, I don't intend to make you listen to this too much. I mean, because it is—I it, mean, it's a beatnik sort of jazzy thing. And Al, you're a big fan of beatniks. Yeah, I'm a,
2: a cookie, terrific fan of beatniks cookie. and uh, all of their all of their works.
1: <laughs> um, the, the the basic plot of this song, as far as I can work out, is. Um, uh, she wants him to lend him his comb, mainly because he's not paying attention to her, um, and he will say the word Ginchy somewhere along the line as well.
7: It's
4: at the end,
1: I think. Yeah, it does say it right at the end.
4: Well, the premise is if you, if he stops combing his hair, she'll be able to kiss him.
1: Right? Is he is co- he got hair over his face? Is he the wolf? Yeah. Man? Is he the Wolfman or is he cousin It from the Adam stories?
4: Or Sadako from Ring?
1: She has got a lot of hair in front of her face. Was that was that listed one of her strengths or one of her funny
5: uh, things? Isn't I'm that just a, an, a, name. an indie
2: fringe?
5: Well, it could maybe you know it. Pete went so much transfer as always. Yeah, is
1: it, is it emo fringe or a screamo fringe? Ah, uh-huh. ah. Al, Al you, you were talking about screamo earlier. Did yeah, you know, I um I wasn't aware that there's
2: actually a genre of music called screamo until um I was, I uh, one of the wonderful people who comments on the uh, on the emo thread still going strong after ten years um <laughs> finally uh in in as, as part of some rants about how we were all pawns of the man um, which we are. turned me on to the idea that there could be emo or screamo and uh, I, I just thought this must be some horror version of emo
5: or, uh, okay, so, um, I, I don't think it's even really that much fun uh, i think it's just more intensely intense emo more ginchy emo Yeah sorry We missed the ginchy there Yeah that's, the cool, that's
1: cool There's a
3: sort
5: of scale isn't there Between Tweemo Emo And screamo that's, Tweemo That's definitely the way it goes And isn't it's there, not isn't just there, you making it up Isn't there primo as well Primo Levy. Could be yeah I mean, is, it's just, is the entire emo culture at this
2: point Dependent on terrible puns
1: uh, <laughs> at, okay. at this point. At this point, yes.
5: There's a way in which it always has been.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is... Um, uh, we're, we're moving on now. Oh, by the way, um, I have had a couple of texts into the studio saying that there's some strange noises in the background. Um, it's because it's very fearful, this show. Uh, it is a show um, which is, which is you know, could be a little bit scary. And we're now entering into the realm of outer space. Um, Are many, there many outer space um, monsters in your list, Alex? Uh, Apart from Daleks, obviously, Is uh, Cthulhu
5: from space. He's he's from. Is he not from the centre? Beyond yeah. space. I think.
1: <laughs> he's, he's
4: from he's uh,
5: Before
3: time, beyond space. He's another space. one who's up from the depths. Thirty stories high, Yeah, very, very much so.
1: Tentacles so. yeah. re- rearing. Um, yeah. Al, um, horror comics from the fifties had a fair bit of um, things from beyond and things from out space.
2: Yeah, horror com- comics from the fifties were um, in some trouble after the uh, attack of the um, Frederick. Is it
1: Frederick Vertham? Vertham.
2: Yes, Vertham. I don't know. Not he to be knows.
1: confused with Frederick Werther, who invented the toffee.
2: Yes. Yes, well, this, this toffee-inventing madman and his uh, his crusade against comics pretty much meant that not, nothing actually horrific or frightening could be in a comic. He,
3: he, he led a campaign against comics. Um, in the
2: 50s, yeah. Because they were too frightening. This led to uh, something... Uh, for listeners who might not be aware of this Called the Comics Code Which mm. was a sort of vol- Semi-voluntary agreement It was voluntary But nobody would carry you If you didn't have A yeah. little Comics Code sticker uh, Which basically meant That there couldn't be any vampires Or wibbles Or uh, or zombies <laughs> Or if there, if there were anything horrible Or, you know, any, any divorce Speakers. Anything that might Anything that might uh, Warp a child's mind With the result that um, EC, who were the main horror people Immediately went into comics About doctors and psychoanalysts mm. And, uh and, and, you know, weird, strange science.
1: It can equally be scary in their own way, but only in the way they, say, they tell you you've got cancer or something. Yes,
2: uh, Cancer Doctor might yeah. be uh, a, good, a good comic if you want a... Uh, a, a
1: medical thrill.
2: Yeah, med- medical thrill of fear.
1: So what, what, what did they put on instead, then? Well,
2: yeah, AC, um, AC had their, their Psychoanalyst comics, but uh, Timely, uh, who later became Marvel, Really stepped up to the Marvel onus of Spider-Man. Really um, stepped up to the plate by creating uh, a, a sort of genre of
1: monster comics, heavily dependent on Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko. Okay, now I know I know these names. These are, these are two of the major artists of of, of comics from the sort of fifties and sixties, yeah. right? I mean. And uh, but their styles are quite different.
2: Very different. Um... Jack Kirby. Uh, I've noticed in a thorough re-reading of all of these 50s science fiction comics, mm. uh, with with titles like "Where Monsters Dwell," "Tales from the Crypt." I, ha- I have here um, an enormous companion of amazing adult fantasy, <laughs>
1: hey,
2: which isn't word as the, adults
1: as uh, yeah, uh, that
2: the, word, the word "adult." There, not true, uh, and also the word "amazing," <laughs> but um, Fant-
1: they are fantasies, though
2: quite quite decent juvenile fantasy. Or yeah. are they? But yeah, basically. Um, Kirby handled most of the uh, the monster comics in which there are various scary things. They all come from space, or outer space, right. or uh, they're the creations of, of evil scientists, or they're just giant wax figures that are struck by lightning and go on the rampage. Um, but there's there are sort of two kinds of morals to these tales. There's the moral where, at the end, you learn a lesson, a valuable lesson. Right. Which is either, you know, oh, if only... We trusted that space creature. He wanted to benefit all mankind, but we drove him away. How, we are the true fools. I,
1: I'm, I'm guessing there might be some stories as well where, oh no, if only we hadn't trusted that alien because well, he killed never, her.
2: There's never stories about if only I, I hadn't trusted the alien. There are stories where yes, that alien was evil, and we defeated him. We, the humans, humans are best. But we need to learn no lesson. And there are, there are even stories in which God, oh yeah, kills the aliens. Oh, the alien was destroyed by a lightning stroke. How heartening it is to know that nothing evil can exist in the universe. Well,
1: it's about time God did something for well, us. yeah, exactly. He, he in is the monster of all. Yes, <laughs> well, some say. Is, um, is he
2: in your top drums pack? No.
1: That's okay. Yeah, well, I he could work
4: have. out where his strengths were.
1: But, um... So, so what is what is the uh, what is the, what is the main difference between Ditko and Kirby's style then in this? Well, where Kirby,
2: the main difference is probably best illustrated when they both tried to tackle a um, well, they did tackle a, a wax museum story, that Ooh. which is, um, I mean, in, in Ditko's case, it was a department store, but uh, it's essentially wax figures coming right. alive.
1: Okay, yes, that is scary. Like um,
2: in Kirby's version, the wax figures are all gigantic monsters right to to you know to draw in a scary
1: so it was like a, a scary house of wax, it was a house yeah, of horrors a but house they were of wax horror. wax horrors wax. this is because
3: Kirby preferred drawing gigantic monsters
2: yes <laughs> um they all they all come to life because they're secretly aliens who are studying the earth
1: right okay yeah. it,
2: it's, which, it's a good disguise certainly. at which point the entire wax museum the the cops you know come along with their guns and say, "Get away, you space creatures, The entire wax museum is a disguised spaceship and lifts off into space right, okay, so everyone's slapping their backs at which point. The Diary of the Alien Invaders which is this sort of Fourth form-looking book in written in English, is is found by the cops and it's revealed that the aliens only wanted to help and they were planning. They were a big party. <laughs> um, yes, a big party involving giving us the secrets to the universe. Oh, and it ends. It ends with uh, it ends with universe. all the cops looking up space, going, "We were fools, fools. If only we trusted the wax <laughs> monstrosities that came to life.
1: So, so how they could have helped us. <laughs> how would how would how would Steve Ditko write the same story? Yeah, Steve Ditko's story
2: was uh, it involves no monstrosities Monsters, but a lot of uh, a lot of men with uh, oddly posed hands. Right. Okay. So, um, like the Autons. <laughs> yeah, male, uh, male, male and female waxworks in a department store who uh, who come to life as the store closes and walk around scarily. Sounds a bit like the film Mannequin with it, Kim Cattrall and yeah, Andrew McCarthy. It's, it's like that That's with exactly what I was going to make. Um, they, they walk around the place, and uh, a watchman comes in and goes, <gasps> wax figures walking around. He doesn't get off of an old Egyptian princess. No, he figure, doesn't. No. And then and then the next panel, he says, haven't you all got homes to go to? But they haven't. They've got their, their wax,
1: their wax uh, models.
2: So you think, because in the last panel, it turns out that the entire story has been taking place on the planet Zacchaeus. Where everyone, <laughs> everyone is, a wax. is
7: made of wax. Include, hold
2: on, including the uh, including, including the, the night watchman. Yeah.
1: So, the, so the trick, the trick in this in this question is is the beginning House of Wax things. Which should it
2: should yeah it should tell you. Um, it's a bit rubbish, that, isn't it? Yeah, well, it should tell you about the kind of, the calibre of twist ending that Steve Didco is often called on to illustrate. In fact, I have one here that okay. I'd, like to, I'd like to read out to you if, um...
1: Oh, uh, please, as I've long g- as it's no monkey's paw. If
2: I've got about two minutes, like uh, Minute and a half, starting now. Right, well, this is called The Terror of Timbuktu. I'll get, um, I'll get Tom to read the final quest, uh, speech roll.
3: If my heart can stand it.
2: <laughs> the Terror of Timbuktu. Many are the wonders of the vast universe, but none so fantastic as timbu bar behold the domain of timbu bar on this strange world he is all supreme for his hordes strike with the fury of a thousand thunders none is so powerful as timbu bar none is as feared as timbu bar and none is as triumphant as timbu bar his enemies fall before him like the wind and his wrath is awesome to behold for mercy is unknown to timbu bar his appetite for conquest can never be appeased. Always his conquering hordes are on the march. Always he seeks new lands to plunder, new cities to pillage. <laughs> Gaze, then, on the face of Timbu Ba. He, uh, he looks like a sort of orange frog in a hat. <laughs> <laughs> Mightiest warlord of them all. Gaze upon the mouth of Timbu Ba, the mouth which cries, Attack, attack. For this is Timbu Bar. Behold him and tremble. All who dwell upon his planet pay him homage. The arm of his tyranny reaches everywhere while his enemies are never heard of again. His every word is absolute law, and no other dares speak in the presence of Timbu Bar. Statues to his glory dot the landscape, for his power is beyond all comprehension, while his subjects exist in poverty, living only to serve him. Him, the master of the world. Yes, this is Ba, and this is his final hour. This is the end of Ba, the end of his tyranny, all washed away in a few fleeting seconds. One single flood, one avalanche of water from a power greater than his, and the terror of Timbubar is no more. Thus do despots perish, in the wink of an eye, in the snap of a finger, without warning, without pity, they can be snuffed out like human candles. May all tyrants heed this lesson well, no matter what their might Somewhere in this vast universe, there is always someone mightier. Watch it, Tom. You're dripping
3: water on my scale model planet. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
7: <laughs> Honestly, the
1: whole flood was merely a drop of water. Ah, uh, and then Timbu Bar was, was... Just on a tiny scale. Yeah, uh, it, it raises
2: it more <laughs> questions than it answers.
1: <laughs> 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 it, it kind of, of asks ask quite a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah. As you say, like, uh, how and how did that get published? Um, how does it look? I mean, obviously, doing comics on the radio is like doing films on the radio. Yeah, um,
2: I can probably describe uh, Kirby style best as imagine a large amount of enormous plasticine monsters endlessly punching each other in <laughs> in sort of frenetic... Uh, this is just his monster comics, he's, he's one of the, the greatest artists, obviously, and his style changes since <laughs> and the And he
3: would still be if that's all he'd drawn. <laughs>
2: Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, the, uh, um, Di- Di- that, that was a Ditko story, though. Yeah, right? Ditko. On the other hand, his art style is more like um, a strange shadow creeping across the wall of an objectivist in lingering in a, a communist-run country. Uh, an objectivist with terrible arthritis of the hands that makes right. them sort of splay out in strange directions. Uh, Ditko is very creepy, whereas Kirby is all action all the time.
1: So yeah. They- so what? What are horror comics
2: like now? Um, well, I I actually make a I have decent living off writing them. Alright um, These days though uh, I think Steve Niles Is the big The big face of horror At the moment With his endless zombie comics
1: is it, 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 He didn't do 30 days of night as well. He's the he?
2: 30 days of <sighs> night Terrible film Yeah him and <laughs> So Yeah they sort of there's a lot of vampires they're sort of mucky I think gone are the days of uh, mucky in terms of lots of, uh, lots of paint splash everywhere
1: yeah you just do lots of splatter, splatter pictures and all that kind of but stuff but also
2: mucky in terms of there's probably a lot of, a lot of sex happening there's a lot of zombies zombies are the big thing right now Right. every yeah, comic yeah. is about zombies Marvel have a zombie comic where all the superheroes are zombies and they eat each other um,
1: so they're not content with just having superpowers they also want to eat each other's bones yeah
2: they've, they've got super appetites as well and, uh, <laughs> I think the first series ends with them, uh, spoilers, um, it ends with them eating Galactus and then flying off to <laughs> <the> weak planets.
1: <laughs> That's, there's a twist in that tale. Oh, I, I think I noticed another, another twist in the tale coming up here. Maybe. I'm, maybe not. I'm not sure, a space twist. It could be. No. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Um, Possibly. Um, Alex, did you, um, read any comics that, was, that scared you as a child?
4: Uh, no, I I only had the Dandy and the Beano, and they weren't t- frightening. Apart from the very big cow pies, I found those quite unnerving. Uh, no, I I mainly read the Osborne Book of the Supernatural.
1: Okay, that's what you mainly was, read as a child.
4: That, yeah, really, I read it over and over again. It was the one that was uh, it had vampires and supernatural stuff in it and ghosts as well. It was three in one. Oh great! So it, you know you'd read it and then start again. What was your What was your favourite? The one that scared me most was the disembodied head. There was a brilliant picture of a small disembodied head that was floating, covered in blood, sort of, sort of bluish tinge to the skin. It it just had a really horrible face.
1: Tom, you you scared of disembodied heads? No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no reason why you would be. No, I, w- I was, um, I was
3: occasionally slightly unnerved as a as a as a child by a comic called Eagle. Um, oh right, whose, yeah. Whose gimmick was that? Um, its stories weren't drawn. They were photographed. Ah, uh, yes. From um, style. And and there was a story called The Collector. Ah, uh, yes. was mostly really, really unfrightening, but there was one in which a guy... Uh, he got smothered in newspapers or something. He collected loads of newspapers and then completely cruelly um, ended up being...
2: No, no, I... I- I well, have a better memory of that story than you it was uh, it was Alan Moore and those weren't his newspapers they were his uh, his mother's they were all she had to remember the past don't throw them out Sydney oh, don't oh yes
3: and then he threw them out saying yes what's all this old junk mother and then
2: um, and he then, then, then she dies then, of a heart attack then she dies of a heart attack and, and a broken heart
3: he found that the next day's newspaper he picks picked up a newspaper and it's like oh I missed this one but it's tomorrow's newspaper predicting his death <laughs> oh
2: no I think, I think you're mashing together <laughs> a lot
1: of titles <laughs> well it, it was <laughs> frightening
3: and there was another one with the guy with a deformed face that was frightening as well because they couldn't photograph anyone with a deformed face
1: it's the problem it's the it's the problem with, um, with, with stories of twists and Salas because once you know it's coming you do kind of sit there waiting for it, and you, so you sit. You, you can stop it halfway through and go, "What could the ending be? What what could it be?" And it's and you know, and since that's the only thing that can be scary in, in tales like that, you know, it just it kind of it, it's, it's like you know, I a mean, buzz in in tales of the unexpected. Also,
3: I guess yeah. Once once you get into the habit of like thinking of the twist endings, nothing becomes so stupid. Yeah. So like when Alex mentioned cow pies, you immediately think, "Yes, what if it is a planet of cows where they eat
5: man pies?" Yeah, isn't it? What would stick out of the man pie?
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Have> we- <laughs> sorry, I've just spit over a very expensive <laughs> microphone. Yeah, <laughs> oh, sorry. It's all right. I'm sure they won't mind. If you rub it, it makes it pretty much worse. Point two. Oh, oh so here we have a... We have a tale of a tale. A around
0: A patrol flight in the Milky Way galaxy. I discovered on our space sensors an unidentified planet careening wildly in an eccentric solar orbit. I ordered an immediate investigation, and with much difficulty... ...maneuvered our ship for a temporary orbit. Upon beaming down to the planet's surface... ...all I could see were ruins. Ruins of some type of civilization. Crumbled buildings. Deserted streets. Charred vegetation. All covered with a thick layer of dust... ...which our scanners indicated as intensely radioactive... I proceeded to make a thorough survey of the area. According to my calculations, I could tell that some recent phenomenon or holocaust had occurred and destroyed whatever advanced civilization had existed on the planet. I found no sign of life. As I made my way back to the ship, I heard a sound. It came from a cellar. In one of the nearby buildings Carefully and slowly I found my way to the source And discovered a human being Or rather what once was a human being A scarred, disfigured man Lying in the rubble When I questioned him He told me that this had once been a great world They had abundance and plenty Intelligence Beauty Love. There was enough for everyone who lived there. But the inhabitants were never satisfied. They wanted more. They wanted everything. And they started to quarrel amongst themselves. They could not live in peace. And they tried to destroy each other. In doing this, they destroyed everything. In their abundance, their plenty, their own intelligence... What could
1: the planet
5: be? What could the planet be? I
0: think the planet Sackers. He told me that so far as he knew, he was the only living thing left, but that he knew he was dying. <sighs> when I asked him the name of the planet, he replied, "We called it Earth." Uh,
7: <laughs> no, it <was laughs> Earth. Oh, No! It wasn't it was like Earth. All
1: oh, along, it oh, no. oh, it's... Old. Earth. Oh.
2: Considering the Starship Enterprise <laughs> comes from Earth, you would have thought Leonard Nimoy would be a bit I- more surprised. You'd have thought Captain Kirk might have something to say as well.
1: Dash it all! <laughs> yes, I, Yeah, no. I mean, that's 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 Leonard Nimoy, obviously. Um, which 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 of his um, many albums is that from? It was uh, it was Leonard Nimoy. The
2: song is called uh, "A Visit to a Sad Planet." Okay, yeah. Uh, spoilers. Yeah. It should have been called, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, that was—I believe—the album. It's Mister Song. It's Mister Spock's Songs of Space, or something along those lines. Right. Okay. I mean, pretty much if you type in
5: Leonard Nimoy, terrible album,
2: <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> then you will you will find
5: it. Yeah. I, I, although, <laughs> from all the stuff I've heard, I don't think that's necessarily
2: better. Than well, that. you might be confusing it with the one where he uh, he sang the praise of Bilbo Baggins. Yes, because that is the three feet is. tall,
1: which was which was a different album. Uh, so, uh, uh, Tom, Is there any any music you're particularly scared of? Because obviously that that is quite fearful in its own way. Well, it's sort of fearful that
3: you're you're praying for him to say anything other than Earth as yes. the last word.
1: It's Vulcan. I mean, <laughs> Vulcan would have been funny. It's Mars.
3: <laughs> it's the Moon. I don't care.
1: <laughs> I mean, it, does, it just shows, it shows that it, sometimes it's about you know it, the unknown is scarier. But in this case, it's the known which is just scary because it's yeah, obvious. Well, yes, the I obvious. Mean, is scary. Was I mean, was during that record was aimed at like nine year olds. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't think so i think it was probably aimed more at, um, Actually, star, aimed at
2: trek. star trek fans of all ages oh, uh, who would have probably hippies. listened to that and gone mm, okay. yes i know that nuclear armageddon is a bad thing but yes. all these fools don't yes <laughs> let's join
1: cnd now yeah. Um, but yeah i mean that, i mean that is that is that is a frightening fri- frightening music the, i mean is there frightening music Yeah, but there's there's mm. music which
3: is kind of like unpleasant and disturbing and and such like and, and i guess can be frightening um once when I was working in the bookshop, we put on a, a Nurse with Wound album um, in an effort to presumably lessen the number of customers <laughs> right. that we were having coming through our doors. That's
1: how you run a retail operation. It is how you run a retail operation. I did stand it by it.
3: Philip Green, if you're listening. <laughs> um, it, yeah, it did work. I mean, it was it was when we were doing the putting out stock in the evening, so we wanted to get the time wasters out the door so yeah. we could put out the books. But anyway, in the middle of this, you know, normal kind of creepy... Nurse with wound thing. There was suddenly some kind of like horrible bestial oinking <laughs> that started, and I really wasn't expecting it. It did kind of quite creep me out.
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's, there's, I mean, is it Panasonic who did the did the um, the record that was supposed to make you evacuate your bowels?
3: I, a few people have tried that stunt. There's a. Um, I, I own a record called Plus Minus um, by somebody whose name completely escapes me. Um, beige <laughs> No, it's it's it, it, it's it's um oh. Sorry. do not matter, not matter. Look on freakytrigger.co.uk. We will so tell you tomorrow. You need to check. But no, that's got um, several tracks on it, which supposedly are at frequencies sort of too... Like low or high enough for humans to notice. Yes, but, um, will, will affect your body, yeah.
5: like the the brown noise. Yes, yeah, is, yeah. is how it's referred to in that. Sound.
1: But I mean, obviously, obviously, obviously that's not fear. That's 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 tipping into a, a, a primal part but but of yeah, the self. It's
3: supposed to. It's supposed to be kind of like affecting your brain in such a way that you you feel uncomfortable it's or weird or
2: presumably still quite <laughs> scary listening to it, um, especially on the bus. Or <laughs> well, <laughs>
3: if if, if you, certainly if it's going
1: to have that effect, then it
3: you, could be. You don't really notice it. Actually, is the, the problem when you are listening to
1: it. No, um, it's not actually. And also, you need to have. You have speakers you can actually do that, that's that's problem. Yeah, exactly. On your on your rip, iPod, rip to 128
3: kilobyte.
1: Certainly, MP3. as far as I know, MP3s tend to miss it. Lossy MP3s tend to miss out but the things you're not going to hear in the first place anyway.
3: We, we, my my track for this this week, which we may be hearing, <laughs> we now, are
1: listening to at the moment. Yeah, right.
3: Is um, is how to destroy angels by Coil. Yeah, because. Coyle has the reputation for being quite scary and making quite scary music. And so I've never kind of approached their
1: music in case it's it it too scary. Me, which, yeah.
3: we, which, listening to it, well, you know, let's judge for ourselves yeah. how scary this stuff is.
1: Uh, this isn't that scary. I mean, to be fair, I mean, so, uh, all the way through the show, I, uh, I've been, I've, I've played, we've, we've played a bed of various yes. horror themes and stuff like that. And and certainly the John Carpenter stuff I was playing right at the beginning, even though that was like a sort of reason for the team, which is not a horror film... Scarier than this yes, but, th- but this this could get scary i mean it 's
3: quite but long. one of the things actually i I did a little bit of of, of wiki research um, and found out that possibly I was wrong in thinking that coil clearly have some. Records that are scarier than others, and I thought with a name like "How to Destroy Angels," Good thing, this yeah. might be pretty fearsome stuff. But in fact, the subtitle of this is uh, "Music for the Accumulation of Male Sexual Energy." Oh uh, dear lord! So, it's Alex, Alex, firstly, we're really sorry if it's we. It's suddenly become a bit scarier. Yeah, it has. Yeah, but <laughs> all not in that way. <laughs> yeah, um, it's played all on iron and bronze
7: yeah, instruments, I can which hear is that. why
3: there's just a big gong. lots <laughs> yeah, of clanging. Um, I think they're hitting a gong with a sword. Is what they're actually doing, and uh, the sword being kind of symbolic of something. Yeah, well,
1: angels have swords.
3: Yeah, angels have swords, and then maybe Although some kind not of penises in, in um, uh, like. Mm, yeah, well, yeah, well that's it. why angels, they need
2: destroying
1: uh, with I
2: some see. kind of big blast
1: of something. Yeah, angels
2: are non-gendered. I think they are. They are in modern times. Oh, okay, well, if, uh, if, I think in in medieval times when they were invented, they're. Uh, I think you find out.
1: Yeah, angels were not invented in medieval times. They've always been with us. Well, perhaps yes. Um, So yeah, yeah, I mean, scary music. Yeah, it's uh, yes. I mean, this isn't particularly. I think
3: probably if you were meditating on or trying to accumulate some sexual energy, it might be quite intense or or whatever. It, It doesn't strike me as particularly scary,
5: and I'm kind of if you were a goth
3: coming at it from somebody <laughs> who'd never heard any coil because specifically for reasons yeah. which i'll get to i i hadn't ever heard this track before right so i specifically got someone else to download it and send it to steve that's someone oh look this, yes yeah um there are the uh the other record which i said this also might be quite scary is an album called horse rotavator okay yeah and and these are the sleeve notes from horse rotavator okay read away um, on the eve of the apocalypse, the air choked with horse hair. the four horsemen betray their steeds, slitting open the animal throats, and in doing so release the second great deluge, horse gore. <laughs> <laughs> Infinite divisible split, an infinity of open sewers.
1: The four then fashion... Hold on, infinity? You know I don't like infinity. No, like, well, yeah, but you'll like this
3: even less. <laughs> okay. The four then fashion an immense earth-moving device from the collective jawbones, the horse rotivator. <laughs> With which to plough up the waiting world, Rotar turns through 180 degrees to Taro.
1: Ah, uh. I... yeah, yeah,
3: okay, gotcha, yeah, yeah. Wheels replace horses. Dark horses run. Dark horses run deep, and hell is paved with horse flesh. We plough the fields and scatter our dead steeds on. The <laughs> oh, end. very good. Kyle, kind of slightly blowing it. Yeah, <laughs> with a, a terrible Carter-esque pun And the, <laughs> well the, done, the name of the first track On Horse Rotorator uh, is, is the Anal Staircase Ah, okay but, um, yes. I, mean, a, I think we've all been up that before Apparently that's a very intense record as well Which I, I haven't heard but Well, don't worry, this is, it's not the only,
1: this is not the only Coil track we've got on oh, okay. the show
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyway, the reason I wanted to pick A track which I'd never heard before yeah, but, um, Apart from the, the, the idea that it might scare me hmm. um, And you're still not scared Well, not yet but it's 16 minutes long. True. Um, is that one of the theories? Is that you're? It's it's the unknown that scares you rather than the known. You're scared That's of what right, you, yeah. you're scared of what you don't know. Like the um, next 20
1: minutes of this show, for instance, is still terrifying. Yes. Um. So yeah, you you, and
3: I found in terms of the stuff that really scares me, it's been when I've when I've kind of had like. Weird morbid fears, or, or something, especially as an adult. It's when I found out just enough about something to be scared of it, and then I've kind of turned away saying, Right, I'm not going to find out any more about that, and then I've like filled in the blanks myself in my brain. Like, say, HR practices at work. Well, yes, yeah, you know, you know sort of pensions yeah. or
4: something
3: Yeah, <laughs> prices. Um, yeah. So, yeah, give, give, us, give us a proper example. Well, yeah, a proper example. This is a, a, a kind of experiment where I'm going to okay. read out some facts about a thing, right? Um, and we'll discover how scary. The thing is, it's almost only going to be a worm in the end. But okay, go go. The first fact: it is a disease.
4: Not (laughs) scary.
3: Not not in itself scary. No, diseases are scary. Yeah, not nice for me. They are because I never, I'm never ill. It is incredibly contagious. Yeah, it's cold, isn't it?
4: That's a bit more scary.
3: Yeah, okay, yeah, it's everyone's scary. scary, yeah.
4: Could be bird flu.
3: It makes your insides melt and come out of every orifice. <laughs> yeah, that is quite scary. <laughs> oh, dear, I, don't, yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's any way that could be a twist ending. No.
4: I had a hamster
3: that died like that. So I don't know, see, it could be.
2: It could be so a twist a, ending. So at
3: this point, you know, well, no, not really a twist ending, but <laughs> at this point, you know quite a lot about the disease. Right, you know yeah. some important facts about the disease. Now... This was where I was kind of quite scared, and then yeah. when fact four came along, if there was an outbreak here in Europe, thousands would die horribly. Eek. Only thousands. Mm. Europe's got quite a lot of people in it, but it's still well, you know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Okay. Yeah, no, no, I'm backing away from it's the still fear quite here, though, yeah Actually, there hasn't been an outbreak here for about 30 years. Right.
1: Okay, well, again, I'm feeling only safer. Only 30 and years.
3: And thousands of people didn't die.
1: Well, and also bearing in mind the incredibly contagious and your inside it's melting out of your insides, it sounds like if only thousands of people die, it's, you know, your odds aren't bad. Yeah.
4: It sounds like if it happened, it'd be bad, but you'd deal with it because you wouldn't have any other so, options. So
3: now you're backing away from fear, and finally you discover that Ebola, for that is the uh, okay. disease, is mostly in Africa, and it's killed about 200 people in the last decade. I mean, and
1: let's, let's, yeah, and let's, not be, let's not not do down Anyone who's died of Ebola no. in the audience, um, or may have it at the moment, because it's a really serious disease, and, and we're with you. No, but it, you, it was it
5: was very much on the kind of oh my god we are really actually all going to get Ebola and and that and,
3: and if like me you read the first chapter of the Hot Zone
1: yes and yeah. none of
3: the others you would have ended up being a great deal more scared than the fact about Ebola
1: yeah um, well actually did, actually, yeah. actually did you believe I mean it's it's, it's like it's like the whole bird flu scare from last year exactly the same from a from a virus point of view more people own bird flu by Mia than got bird flu. Yeah, yeah, Is that Yet. A fact? yeah. Yeah, because actually, no one's died of birth well <laughs> and actually,
3: To be have. fair, almost nobody owns birth by me. <laughs> yeah. because they all got it off the internet.
2: Yes, <laughs> I mean, I bought it. Well, See, if, this, if this was a twist ending story, we'd all walk out of this in <laughs> Pennsylvania <laughs> where we are onto the, onto the streets, and um, everybody would be dead of bird flu, and, and we would have it would have happened. Yeah. Apart um, from Mia,
4: who would be there singing or not saying, I'm "All not the birds
3: be dead of man flu." <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: Well, well we'd probably. be on we'd be on the planet Birdus, where uh, <laughs> yeah. birds walk like men and vice versa. No, Which
1: I is mean,
4: actually Earth.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, planet of the birds. Which is is the ending, of course, of the birds by Alfred Hitchcock, which is in itself quite a, quite a scary film and a scary film where the horror is tr- is completely known. Yes, I mean in that it's just a a day to day thing that you, that you don't think of being particularly scary suddenly becoming scary. Yeah. So that's a, that's a different angle of scariness. I mean, I mean the the question I'd like to to put to the well,
3: first of all, are there other things that you know that you find get less scary the the more you know about them, but also are there things where the reverse? applies where actually the more you know about something the scarier it actually does become
1: right um i mean i i, I think there are aspects of disease and stuff like that which do have that i mean I think euroboda was a good example of that because especially if if you've got it if that's one of the, one of the things that you know yeah there's <laughs> yes. say, oh and i've got it then suddenly yeah i think you know um murderous dictators and stuff like that if you were in their country the more you know about how mad they were the scarier they become. Hey, man, maybe we are in that country.
4: <laughs> as long as you yeah. said for, uh, you know, ignorance is bliss, isn't there? I suppose.
1: I, I, I've, I've always kind of shied away from that, because I think also ignorance can kill you quite easily.
4: Yeah, but you wouldn't be scared beforehand, because you just wouldn't know what was going on.
1: No, I guess. I guess. I mean, Al, any of these Any of these things? What, the, uh, the unknown? Yes.
2: Um... Not really. Well, it's more, um... It's more the known... Mm. Uh, in terms of uh, things like things like nuclear war, scared me a lot as a kid mm. um, because that was very that was very sort of it was broadcasted everywhere in the eighties. And you know you had things like threads, you had when the wind blows, you had um, two tribes. If we to briefly move back to scary music, yeah, that twelve inch of two tribes, which I've been tra- trying to track down since.
5: Uh, I've, I've got it. If you want if you can put it onto an MP t- three, certainly good. That I that, can yeah, please tell yeah. a tell a little story about the young people today here. Um, I, I I was pointed to um, a, a, a link um, where people were discussing the, the, the lyrics of the Smith song, Ask, which, um, as we all know, it goes, um, if it's not love, then it's the bomb, the bomb, the, the bomb, bomb, the, bomb the bomb the, the bomb, bomb, the bomb, the bomb, the bomb, that will bring us together. Hmm. And one of, one of these young persons had had misheard the bomb as the bond, which, you know, is kind of fair enough. Yeah. Um, but then everybody else is going, no, no, it's the bomb. It's the bomb of our relationship bringing us together. <laughs> None of them at uh, any point mentioned the fact that it was capital T, the... The bomb. B, nuclear, bomb. Armageddon. Because kids today, they yeah. don't... Yeah, b- well, it's, oh, it it's was become
2: an it, it
4: was,
5: it was the... Yeah.
2: It's, it's never mentioned anymore with the same regularity that it was when, when I was a kid. And I'm, That's because it it's less likely well. to happen.
4: I was very worried about it for most of the 80s.
2: Well, uh, apparently there were... I think there was a, a particular day in the late 80s, and I think the early 90s, when, you know, some fluff got into the machine or something, and we were like 30 seconds from nuclear doom. <laughs> that was
1: 99 red balloons, Alan, you know <laughs> it. Oh, yeah. Well, I, r- I actually think, if I'm being completely
3: honest, I was a bit scared of 99 red balloons.
1: Yeah? Um, what? Not just the hairy
3: armpits.
7: <laughs> Not just the I just knew just you going to say that, but Yeah, I mean, you know, you know I where I, I stand on.
3: The hairy armpits. I didn't have your crass uh, standards of so-called beauty. <laughs> i was I was much more concerned at the entirely realistic prospect presented in the song that a load of balloons <laughs> yeah. could a spark a nuclear war
1: and then survive it <laughs> yes <laughs> as long as I'm tough enough as a ballo- tough as a balloon, I will survive yeah hide inside <laughs> a balloon kids it's it's in- it's interesting. I'll mention it mentioning Fred's because and I'm mentioning the nuclear war because I do have the 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 frigate trigger list and twenty five most scary things um a few a few interesting excerpts from the above the ten um death as i say comes in at 19 floating alone in space uh, is 23 uh, your boss checking your internet usage came in at 18 we remember it as higher uh, a red hot poker in the eye sizzle at <laughs> 15 um being stalked at 11 freds came in at 10 uh, the the actual the actual um, nuclear Armageddon thing, which we, uh, we talked, talked about, about a, a few before, yeah, yeah, on on, on Drill and Lollards of Pop. Every f- every uh, Wednesday what night, between 7 and 8 on Resonance 104.4. Your nuclear um, Armageddon <laughs> Yes, indeed. Um, and number 9, Frayed
2: Wires. Well, you see, nuclear amageddon might kill you, but uh, frayed wires will kill you yeah. if you, you know, it's if just, you touch yeah, them wrong and it's your just hands those, are wet It's and, just yeah.
1: one of those sockets, isn't it? One of those sockets with stuff hanging out or just uh, a like your broken yeah. lamp you were talking about before, Alex. Yes, I've that smashed you, up my bathroom. Yes, <laughs> you were just nuts. Yeah, I went
4: crazy.
1: Um, at eight, uh, the scariest thing was seeing you, your parents seeing you at it, or seeing your parents at it. Um, both came in at eight together. Number seven was living <laughs> with a murderer. <laughs> okay So um, we're, we're laughing at this right Both of those non-lethal um, The clue in the name They're living <laughs> Yeah well But for thing, how long I think, I think there was, it, was, it, was, it was a double one Because partially If you're living with a murder, murderer You may become murdered And secondly of course The moral the moral difficulties about You know if you know Someone's killed someone How do you, how do you tell on them well, But this
3: is another Would example you know? Where like how much you know
1: Exactly yeah I mean maybe they murdered someone For yes, a may,
3: Maybe they only murder A particular kind of person yeah. Maybe yeah. it's the punisher <laughs> yeah. yeah, He he only
1: murders uh, bad guys. Like, you know,
2: who you know, <laughs>
3: only murder their own. So if you're not a cray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no, the crays didn't murder other crays.
5: they did murder other people who did things like what they did, not yes. just other
1: people called the crays. <laughs> yes. Um, at, at number six, being buried alive. That is scary. It is yeah. scary. Partially because, of course, it's, the, it's, the, it's this again, it's fear of the unknown. It's dark and it's cold and you are going to die. Yes. So this is a, this is another coil trap, by the way, which is much scarier. Well, much more futuristic
2: of. as well. It's uh, yeah, it's this the kind is of thing the Terminator would listen to.
1: This is the kind. Future. This is the kind of track you would listen to when going down a water slide that had razor blades <laughs> in it, which came in at number five. Yeah. <laughs> um, What's this song called then? Uh, this one is this is the first five minutes after you die. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, is that right? Yeah. That's, yeah. First five minutes
5: it, after death. Although it is about four and a half minutes long. Work
1: it out,
5: Coyle You have to
4: die in
1: the first 30 seconds Yeah, there's a bit bit, bit, bit of that Um, At four, after Raised Blood and the Waterside Came castration Uh, It was mainly men around the table doing this list uh, Admittedly And number three, the influence of the Daily Mail Uh, Ah Yeah, that's quite scary Uh, And number two, and and bear in mind This was done in a pub Being sober for the rest of your life
2: that, Especially
5: given, it, uh, that this point at this point of the list, it was probably about quarter to eleven.
2: Quite yes. a reasonable fear as
5: well, I'd have thought.
2: But uh,
1: according, to, according to the great and the good of Freaky Trigger, um, the scariest thing known to mankind ever is being bound to a table and experimented on by a mad scientist. How? I don't know why
2: I, I want to talk to you about well, this. Yeah, it's, it's a common occurrence in, uh, in comics. He said, reaching desperately <laughs> for his... Um,
1: well, I mean, have, you, have, you, have you ever, ever written The Mad Scientist? Um,
2: yeah, uh, I don't think it was ever accepted. Do you think, um, do you am, think it's a bit a of a lazy actually, device? I am actually writing a book at the moment where the main character is dissected alive. Really? Um, uh, although I'm very late on my deadline. <laughs> um, I sent, <laughs> so it off, today. I sent it off the first half of it today, in fact. Um, uh, and I'd, I'd say that's probably a scarier thing, waiting for an email that never comes saying you've been fired. Yes. Get back your advance.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, there were there were, there were a few of them which were very much about uh, instance at work and stuff like that. I
2: remember, I remember Animal Man, um, Grant Morrison's Animal Man. The first, uh, the first four issues that, that ended with uh, a sort of a, a minor bad guy, an evil scientist, being turned into an ape and himself bound to a table and dissected alive, with scalpels kind of coming down towards the eyes.
1: A scalpel, the, the scalpel eye. Conjunction is, is pretty yeah. bad. I mean, anything, anything
5: <laughs> pointy towards eyes. Yes. Injury to the eye motif. It is true. I mean, Alex,
1: um, any of those things particularly fear you're particularly afraid of on, on that list?
4: Mad scientists. Yeah, in particular. Not really, I think I could probably outrun them. Actually, that's a lie. Well, you're bound um, to a table. Oh, oh that's going to make it harder. Yes, that would be very scary. Yeah, it's what, like what that. If, um, what if
3: Paula Radcliffe became a scientist and then went mad? Yes. Couldn't outrun her. Indeed, no. yes.
4: But she might do a wee as well, that
1: would be really <laughs> scary. It's quite likely. Um, of 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 the of the of the monsters you put on your, your top drum Alex. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which do you think is the scariest?
4: Um probably the ones in uh, probably the Weeping Angels from Doctor Who. Actually. Really?
5: Yeah. And that, that was a
4: very scary episode. Um But for kids? Yeah. Ah! <laughs>
1: Very so, <laughs> you good, know, I mean, it yeah, was the kids' Let's mime on the radio, please,
4: Tom. Yeah, it okay. doesn't work. I
1: mean, it is, it is one of those things that, you know, I mean, we're talking about the unknown, how the unknown is scary and all that stuff, and this is, this is a situation where this is a, it's a kid's show, it's on at 6.30 in the evening, and yet it can be very frightening to an adult. Yeah, definitely. I mean, an adult, you know, like you. But I am an
4: adult, Yes, <laughs> You are an adult, yeah. yes.
1: I mean, I mean it is the, the less is more theory.
4: Yeah. Because um, they're, not, they're not very complex monsters. Uh, they're just statues that... Well, they're not statues, they're kind of... I'm not sure they are, they're demons that come alive when you blink. Actually, this call they track is,
1: is quite scary, isn't it?
4: I'll it's, it it's, it's, it's a little
3: bit... There seems to be a sort of really bad guitar solo awaiting you after death, but it's more scary
1: than... It's more kind of, like, eerie.
4: It's like if Yes went more wrong. <laughs>
1: more, can Yes go more wrong? <laughs> Yeah, if yes. they became known. What do Court <laughs> Album covers look like, actually? Because I'm imagining I'm um, some kind horse, of...
3: Horse Rotavator is, which uh, I saw this on the internet, um, it's like a big pagoda. Right. Oh, but there's another version of Horse Rotavator which has got a big hoof about to come down and, like, you're under the horse and the horse is kind of going, ah! Mm. And that since is you know scary. that it's a, a horse of the apocalypse which is about to be turned into a giant earth-moving machine as well. Right. Um,
4: so,
2: uh, I think an ordinary hoof would be quite scary if it was coming down. Well, like yeah, face. yeah, 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 or, yeah. Yeah, you're pee-pee.
3: not really
1: having time to think. But it's just a picture, Dude. though. It's just a picture. Oh, a that's it's what
2: they the, said about it's the picture grey.
1: Yeah, no, that is that is in the, the call. It's there's a, another random screen. Uh, I've left my what I think is the creepiest bit of music um, to the end, which is another John Carpenter um, special, which is the theme to Halloween. Um, but yeah, this 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 is the sort of the last little little bit here. Um, Al, d- finally, before we before we wrap up and um, go out and meet our doom in the wilds of Transylvania, um, frightening comic. I mean, comics that are frightening. How does that work? I mean, how do? You, is, it the, is it the writing? Is it the suspense? Or is it just drawing really really ugly horrific, horrific things? It's it's all been tried. Um, I think the
2: only way to make a, a comic frightening is to. I don't think the comic itself. Can be frightening. I mean, you can draw a face that is so um, horrific that it actually makes you look a bit, it, feel a bit ill as you look at it, or you can, or you can write a situation that's so unpleasant. But it's, it's, it's got to be something that stays with you after you've, after you've finished reading. So, um, probably an example of something that frightened me an awful lot as a child was. Um, there was an issue of Alpha Flight, of all things. Oh, right. Which was a, a Canadian super team, which uh, at the time seemed very good, but, you know, we were easy-pleased back then. Uh, but one of the one of the characters was um, disemboweled, and uh, it got reprinted in a British comic, and I refused to look at that page where it got disemboweled. One, because it had a scary face on it, and two, because the idea of all your guts coming out yeah, stayed with me after the... And I sort of wanted to pretend it, it had never occurred and pretend it wasn't there
1: well i I suggest we all, we all stick together as we head out into the night tonight. Um, I want to thank um, all of our guests uh al Ewing uh, thank you uh, Tom Ewing nah. <laughs> and and uh, Alex Campbell, the incredible shrinking woman sorry that 's okay uh, Cosmo Steve was on knobs bye bye and uh, there was a mysterious stranger hanging over us. Say goodbye, mysterious stranger goodbye. Um, we're going to leave you now with a song by Vampire Weekend, obviously, because they're really scary, because they're vampires. They don't actually sound that scary.
2: Only at the weekend.
1: (laughs) Yeah, true.